What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Good morning, you guys, and happy day. So who in here, right, has ever or still is... Okay, so drop a comment, say been there, done that, or still is relying on macros or caring about the concept of macros, like those small details and numbers. Okay, we would love to know if, you know, this is something that you're working on. And if so, we're going to help you to solve that today. Or we're going to answer basically um, a big misconception and give you more clarity with regards to that been there done done that couldn't understand it trying to be done yes we're gonna help you be done who who said trying who said trying right there stephanie Stephanie. i love it boogie you're so sweet thank you for yeah i'm here wow been there done that yep the truth is is that for one you know we have we have a lot to say about macros There ain't nothing wrong with macros, but the problem is, is that the way that macros are taught is incorrect, right? Because like, it's like putting a skyscraper on a very rocky foundation. What's going to happen to the building? It's going to collapse. This is literally what going into macros, unless you've gained all the habits that you need, And then you're really like focusing on dilating, which is honestly something that unless you're an elite athlete and let's say like you depend on your body to serve you that way, then it doesn't matter. Because I can tell you that when it comes to your longevity and to your aesthetics, like you can totally like get there because this is exactly what Aaron and I practice without any of that macros bullshit. But in the case that macros are still your thing, I respect that. It is what it is, right? However, a big misconception that we see with women, okay, who are on the quest to get more trim, slim, lose weight, get leaner, whatever, you know, getting to a point where by the end of the day, right, like after they entered all their stuff to my fitness pal, they're like, shit, I'm low on macros. What do I do now? So before you get into that, I want to touch on uh, a mindset thing mm-hmm. because Tiffany said I was really sad yesterday when doing my measurements and I saw I only lost one pound. This is you being a slave to the scale and the numbers. And I want you to know we don't just gain three pounds of muscle in a month. You're lucky to actually gain three pounds of muscle in six to nine months. Yeah. And that's aggressive. So she said, and then I, I felt so much better when seeing that I lost four inches, meaning I lost fat and gained muscle. It means you lost fat 100%. Yes. Cause if the inches go down, that's not a lie, but the scale will fluctuate 
like three pounds up or down on a daily basis, up or down, which means your variance could be 180 to 176 pounds. And that's what... And that's why whatever the scale or your MyFitnessPal says really doesn't matter on a daily basis, Mm-mm. right? Like stepping on the scale is great to, to track trends over a long period of time. Like let's say every couple of months, right? Like you want to see what the deviation is. Every couple of years, you want to see what the deviation is, right? But like your weight keeps fluctuating. If you keep doing the right things for six months, you are going to see a difference in the scale, 100%. Laura's going to show up tonight from the UK. I love Mama, it. at midnight. That is dedication, baby. You are ready to change for you. That is awesome. Josephine is excited. Josephine wants a piece. Yeah. But, uh, you know, if, right, you step on the scale for valid... If you step on the scale every day, it's because you're seeking validation. Unless, unless you are... Um, a pro wrestler or weightlifter or powerlifter and you have a meet coming up and you have, you actually have to make weight. Then you have to be obsessed with the numbers because otherwise you're not, you're, you're not going to get on the platform, right? Because that's how the sport works. And that's during cutting season, right? But other than that, if you step on the scale every day, then I'm telling you right now that you have a problem because you're seeking validation from an external source. Now, anybody who's seeking validation from an external source means, okay, that they don't feel confident or they don't understand what real progress means, which means that they're either confused or they don't trust themselves or perhaps both. Or they've completely disregarded everything that they've done that they instinctively know, they intuitively know has been right and good for them. Nothing can ever take that away from you. No number can take away the fact that you're doing the right thing. Remember that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the numbers may not always reflect exactly what your expectation is based off of what you've done. But if you know that if what you've done is the best you can do and that you gave it your all and that you know those actions are the right actions you need to be taking, there should be zero disappointment or zero... um, Mm, what's the word that I'm looking for? There should be nothing else taken from the scale other than a a simple number there. That doesn't mean you did good. It doesn't mean you did bad. You already know before you step on the scale, if you did good, it's because you expect the number is going to go down. That's how you know you did good. If you expect the number to go down, it's because you know that you took the actions ahead of time before you stepped on the scale that you think the scale should go down. That's all you should need. That is the validation. I did what I needed to do. And then if the scale doesn't go down somehow, now all the actions that we took that we knew were right are invalid. Nah, nah. By the way, the scale doesn't lie. The problem arises from the fact that you are impatient and you have the wrong expectation. And it can go the other way too. We can use it as an excuse, right? Like if you are 250 pounds, the scale should go down. The number on the scale should be going down. Maybe not, and I'm not talking about every day, but I'm talking about every month for sure, 100%. Now, if you're lighter to begin with, if you're like 160, 170 pounds, 
The scale might take a bit longer to actually reflect the work that's being put in because there's not as much weight to lose. But if you weigh a lot and you're not losing weight and it's like, oh yeah, it's because I'm gaining muscle. Nah, you have enough fat that the number should be going down. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm not talking about on a daily basis. Yeah. That's cray cray. Boogie out. He's getting fussy. Okay. All right. Go Panyabe. So the scale is one source of validation that we see women way too often, you know, seeking, right? The, the other form of validation that we see way too many women seeking and actually getting lost in the process is macros. So if, you, if you've been there, done that, drop a comment. We're going to talk about macros real quick. Now, I'm not a hater of macros, like I said. I just, the problem with macros is that rookies are being taught what the pros should be doing, right? Let's say if you, um, you are, let's say, we'll take, we'll take the example of the NFL, right? Um, let's say you are, you know, basically playing middle school, middle school football, varsity. You just made it to varsity in your middle school, not even high school, right? Now, what you need is you need to focus on the fundamentals. You need to get really good at the fundamentals in order to make it to the NFL, yes or no? Now, when you're at the NFL, then you focus on the fundamentals and you also really, like, in or, depending on your goal, depending on your goal, right? Now, the reason why I'm using like a sport is because elite athletes do macros because... Do they? I mean, not all of them, I would not, say. Not all of them. If you're a linebacker, you Not all of them, but like in our, in our weight loss culture, because unfortunately, people who are seeking weight loss will also mix their goals with what elite athletes in, you know, the sport of CrossFit or bodybuilding do. You know what? Just because you're motivated by someone doesn't mean that you have the same goal as them. And that is a huge gap that people are not being taught, right? Like the, the fittest woman on earth, right, has a way different goal than the average person seeking to lose weight. Just like Tom Brady has a way different goal than the person who just made it to varsity middle school. Now, I, I want to like applaud you for taking something that has worked for somebody else in the way that you see you would like to be and doing that for yourself, right? That's how, that's how we learn, right? Oh, this worked for them. Let me try, which is valid, right? So we don't blame you. However, you have to know the other things that come along with the strategy that you're using, not just the good parts. Yeah. Okay. So Stephanie, you, we're going to have your back today at the webinar. She's saying that it's hard to, I think, relearn how to do something else because the last one and a half to two years macros is like what she's learned to whatever, right? Oh, it's so frustrating. It's like what we, and then it's scary. We're like, what? What's going to happen if I'm not counting everything? That's because every time you've counted things You're in the past. You're seeking validation from an external well, source because no, you're out of touch. Yes, but it's like when you don't have something to log, you're not accountable. 
So how, it's like, how do, how do I wrap my mind around that? Like, how right. am I going to be accountable if I don't have something to log or numbers to keep track of or, or whatever? So something that I want to point out is I think the reason why a lot of people do macros is because for one, most people just follow the herd, right? And normally when it comes to this industry, right? The people who have the largest platforms or the most inspiring ones are, are normally people who are athletes. And extreme. Extreme on one athletes. End. Like, like one end. that they, their, their living depends on their body, right? So like for them, any single detail counts. They get right? paid. That's how they get paid. Right. Their, their livelihood depends on it. So for them, their body is a vessel. It's a machine. They don't, they don't treat their body based off of emotions. Right. Just like the car. It's like, this is what it needs in order to perform. Ooh, Karen's here. Right. Longevity, health, wellness, and body composition, long-term sustainable is way different. However, so many people are being distracted from the main thing by focusing on things that are way beyond them. Macros need to be earned if even necessary. Yeah. So like for somebody who's scared to eat carbs, don't try to count your fucking carbs. Work on having a good relationship with carbs. Okay. So what happens at the end of the day then if we got macros left? Yeah. So like, this is a question that I get so often, like it's the end of the day, like I still have blah, blah, blah. What do I do? Here's the thing you guys. So like, let's bring it back to basics. You always want to keep the main thing, the main thing, right? If it's the end of the day, you still have some numbers, right? To fill in. What do we know about our body from a hormonal standpoint? Well, well, eating food right before bed, right? If you're not hungry, like, where is it going to go to? Is it helping you? You're eating it just because you have numbers left to eat or because you need to eat? Like, like intuitively speaking, intuitively speaking, where will the food go before you go to bed? Like, is it going to go to storage or is it going to go get burnt? And I saw a comment here, but how many of you have not eaten fruit or veggies because there's too many carbs in them, like carrots or peas or any kind of fruit because there's too many carbs? Or tomatoes, Karen. Cheers. (laughs) Oh, she's the one that made the comment. I used to not eat veggies because there's too many carbs. Are you kidding me? Which I get. Right, like it makes. Okay, I want to challenge Allison. Allison, why why should you eat eat some casein? What's what's your goal first of all? Well, well, are you saying that that's what you do at night as a routine? But here's the thing: the reason why this is so important to talk about and why I'm so passionate about it because you guys are saying shit, and I'm like, you're obviously saying it because this is what you've been told. Now. I want to talk well, about hey, it. Hey, to their so, defense, if we tell them something and they do it, is that wrong? No, no. But here's the thing. You got to know the why. You got to know the purpose. And, and Allison, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I just want to know what is your goal so that we can bring it in full circle. Because this is the gap, you guys. This is the gap that you have to fill in in order to get to your goals. So casein before you go to bed. Why? I want to know why. Or banana. Why a banana before bed? Here's the thing. It's out of context. I don't even like the answers aren't 
Are the answers going to matter? Because it's out of context. How much have you eaten the rest of that day? Do you actually need food? Did you just eat and now because you have things left, you want to eat it just because? Like, it's all out of context. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to just say, oh, why do you eat that before bed? It's like, well, I didn't eat anything for a lot of the day, so I needed something, mm -hmm. right? Which that would be valid no matter right. what it is. Right. Diana, Casey, it doesn't matter, right? right? But if it's like, oh, I just ate and then now I'm eating again an hour later or 30 minutes later just because I have macros to fill, that's where the problem lies. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what it ends up being. If there's numbers left and you're just trying to fill the numbers knowing that you don't need them, is it right? So on paper, back to what Allison said, Right. If, if I'm low on protein, I eat casein for nighttime only, by the way, you guys, it, like if we call your name, it, it, it's, it's really out of love. And if I challenge you is because I want you to think independently and not just, you know, do things because, you know, th this, this is what theories say. You right. Like, so now go ahead. No matter what you do, know why. Yes. That's the bottom line, no matter what you do. It doesn't matter because we don't know the context of your life, okay? If you're low on protein, then you eat casein. Okay, if you're low on protein, but let's say you just had 40 grams of protein for dinner an hour earlier. Do you actually need to casein, right? Or you haven't eaten all day, okay, you know, like it doesn't matter what it is that you do. It matters that you know why you do it. It does not matter what you do. It matters that you know why you do it. And it's important because it's going to transcend to your habits because what you do one night is not going to make you or break you. But if you don't know why you're doing it, then over time, guess what? It's going to compound and it's going to compound, right? So yes, you know, your nutritionist said casein is good for nighttime if I'm low on protein. But why? Right. But why? Right. It is. But so, why? Exactly. And, and this is where the gap is. It makes me fart though. So here's the thing with casein. Casein is, a, is what we call a slow drip protein, right? So like for somebody who's bodybuilding, right? Or for somebody who, whose goal is to increase muscle mass, right? Like, yes, you want to have casein before, to, before you go to bed because that way protein is dripping into your system when you're not eating, when you're sleeping. But also do you have to? Right. No. Right. And that's why you have to know why. Tell me why. That's yeah, why. That's why. It's because casein is, casein takes longer to get into your system. Yeah. It's slow so, drip. Yeah. So it's kind of helping you recover throughout rather than uh, quicker. Yeah. But if your main goal is, let's say, weight loss, right? And here's the thing, and that's why you have to know it because everybody is different and everybody has different goals. And that's why it's important that you go to tonight's webinar because we're going to talk about some really important details in order to make you think for yourself and think differently and understand that just because something is set on paper does not mean that this is a habit that you need to employ in your life. Make sense? So just because Jay Cutler, who, who's got like 5% body fat or whatever, drinks casein at night, does that mean that you should do it? Maybe, but you need to know why. Mm -hmm. Just because theoretically it says that you should do this, like you need to understand why. Also, Jay Cutler takes a shitload of steroids. So maybe you should start doing that too. Yeah. Oh, why not? Drinking casein before you go to bed allows you to stay in an anabolic phase at night. 
Anabolic so means steroids. building instead of breaking down. So at night you're in starvation mode and you're in what we call, you're in a catabolic state, right? You're breaking down. If you're trying to break the catabolic state because you're trying to be anabolic, then guess what? That's really good that you take casein. But let's say you intermittent fast because you want to lose weight and then you drink casein at night. Hmm. Then what? See, see why I'm challenging you with these questions because you have to know your why. Because if you intermittent fast, then you're, you're obviously in a catabolic state. You're enforcing catabolism. Cannibalism? Um, I know I'm, I'm pronouncing yes, it wrong. Yes, yes, cannibalism. Because if you're intermittent fasting, you get so fucking hungry, you want to eat your own arm. Right. It's cannibalism. But then... <laughs> But then casein, the, pur the, the purpose of casein is to keep you in an anabolic state. Good. It's good that you trust your nutritionist. Ask them why. Yeah. When they tell you to do something, ask them why, because mm -hmm. everybody's body is different. Yeah. Yeah. Allison, I hope that you found this helpful. And I hope that you have a, an actually good nutritionist. Um, who practices what, what they preach. So, you know, the other thing is something that I see the, like a big problem with macros is that a lot of people will intentionally make room for macros. So they have yes. more macros at the end of the day. And what do they do with that? They eat shit. Buck wow. They, they buck eat wild. shit. I still got my macros. It's like they give themselves validation to binge eat. Like, do you get how that doesn't make any sense whatsoever? Yeah. I it's like you're that. holding yourself accountable to shitting the bed. I used to, I used to do that. I'm going to save these. Oh, I'm going to save my carbs so I can eat them all at dinner because that's helpful. So, or, oh, I'm going to save my carbs. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to skip breakfast. So, so I can have a treat after dinner. No, it's your way of thinking that's stopping you because you're actually scared of food. And that's what I'm saying. Like if you just made it into like middle school varsity, don't try to compare yourself to what Tom Brady is doing because he has gone to where he did because he mastered the fundamentals. And when he mastered the fundamentals, he kept repeating them. And if he wanted to, he chose to focus on the detail. But it's your habits and your way of thinking that's going to really end the gap, close the gap for you or increase the gap, right? And, and it's really up to you to decide whatever it is that you want to do, right? Ain't nothing wrong with macros. Most people just don't know how to apply it. And that's the problem. Most people have not progressed to a point to where they deserve to apply it. Right. Or where they have earned the application of macros. Even we still don't do it. No. Can we use Russell Wilson instead? <laughs> do you know what? I, he, Russell Wilson's amazing too, but I love Brady because of his work ethic. Look, I'm a Hawks fan, Leanne, but... You can't fucking beat Tom Brady. Like no. the dude is just will outwork anyone. He's like a hundred years old. He's still going. He's always planned. He always prepares. He goes all in, mm -hmm. gives over a hundred percent every day of the year, not just around the Super Bowl. So it's crazy and I get massive respect for that guy. Yeah. That doesn't mean I like the Patriots. 
I like Tom Brady. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not a Patriots I'm a fan fan of him as a person. That's Yeah, yeah. he's Anyways. fucking relentless, you know, and he's consistent. You guys, it is your your consistency of your habits. Yes. Right? So when it comes to to okay, I have you know, I have like let's say 50 grams of carbs and 20 grams of protein left over at night. It's the consistency of the habits that will end up leading to the results. So like if uh, like our, what you need to do if you track macros is you need to make sure that you don't leave room for error by the end of the night. Like once you're done with your meals, then you're done for the day. Oh, that's right. Tom but, Brady's not. But so many people make it a habit to leave room for macros at night. I mean, let's get back to basics and let's keep yeah. the main thing the main thing. Inconsistency is like a one-hit wonder. Nobody wants to be the Chumbawamba. They want to be the Beatles. You know what I mean? Chumbawamba. I don't even know this what that is. This song that's that like a one-hit wonder. Uh, actually, a actually, who? See, here's the thing. I don't know any names of the bands that are one-hit wonders because all I know is the song. I don't even know the band. I don't even know who you are. I just know the one song that made it really big and then you disappeared because you couldn't be consistent. Yeah. So, by the way, where, who said that? Stephanie? Um, did I where, do, where does he play now? That's right. I, I remember that he does not play for the Patriots anymore. Where does he I play now? I don't know because I'm not really following it, but it is. I hope he moves to LA. <laughs> um, but anyways, okay. So what you need to focus on is the big picture. And the problem is, is that so many people get themselves wrapped up in the small stuff instead of focusing on the big picture that they end up getting lost in the process. Ain't nothing wrong with macros, but if you ain't got the right habits, then you're going to get confused with macros because macros are like the super detailed of detail, right? So let's say if you don't have a good relationship with carbs, don't try to get into an intimate relationship with carbs, fix your relationship first and then ask them to marry you. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I love that Mark is in the house. Hi, Mark. They're saying that Brady went to Tampa Bay. He's like, it's too cold up here. <laughs> I'm going down oh, south. Shit. That's crazy. Everybody's moving to Florida. I think we should move to Florida. So. Anyways. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed today today's episode. And I hope that you found value. And really, the purpose of this is to, is to, provide, to provide you the sort of value that makes you think for yourself. Just because something is written on paper doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you. And just because something is working for somebody else doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. You have to acknowledge where are you at in your own journey, right? What is your lifestyle? What is your preference? And also, where are you at currently? Like you need to know where you're at and where it is that you want to go. Right. People literally are so lost because they're like sheep. Instead of taking the time to think, what is it that I truly want? You see a photo on Instagram and you're like, I'm inspired. Like, but take the time. Why are you inspired? What do you really want? Write it down. Otherwise, you're going to keep on like listening to like whatever everybody says instead of thinking for yourself. And here's the thing. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong with anything and everything works if you work it. 
You just need to know why you want it and how to work it in a way that you can make it work for you. Otherwise, you'll never know how to work it and nothing will ever work. So if you want to learn how to really work it for yourself, then you got to join us on tonight's webinar. It's going to be absolutely epic. We are so excited for this. If you haven't already signed up, then you need to do it right now. now. Tell me if you can do us a huge favor and drop the link, improveysolutions.com backslash webinar. We'd greatly appreciate it. We would love to see each and every one of you guys there. Um, you know, that's the truth. And we'll actually be able to chat with you in real time, not in delayed time. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's going to be epic. We're super stoked and, and we really hope that you can join us. Other than that, we hope that you guys will have an amazing day and we will see you tomorrow at 6.30. Or tonight. Yes. Tonight, 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 tonight. See you tonight. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit. <laughs>